are the one, two, three, Star Losers! What up, everybody? I'm Lunchbox. I know the most about sports, so I'll give you the sports facts, my sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius. Hey, yo, I'm Eddie, and I know the least about sports, but I'm your sports fan, your average sports watcher. I just don't know the who's who's or the what's what's. What's up, you guys? I am Ray. I love ice fishing. I love to play football and wrestle. If you go into a bar, a guy's shotgun and a beer, that is me, and I'm the only guy that locks it up. Hey, some guy tweeted us a picture of him ice fishing. Did you see that? That was a great fish. Oh, my goodness. It was was huge. Yeah. And they show the pick looking into the ice in the water. That stuff breaks. You got a Houdini situation all over again. (laughs) That's how he died, right? No. I thought he was under the water and he just came and got a little bit of air. No. Crazy story. Funny you mentioned that. Houdini, he was backstage and a buddy of his or some dude was visiting him, some fan, and he was like, yeah, 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 here, punch me in the stomach as hard as you can. And the the dude was like, all right, here you go. Pop. And he's like, oh, that kind of hurt a little bit. All right, no big deal. Dude, he died a day later. From internal bleeding. From internal bleeding. <laughs> like the dude. So wait, Houdini's a real person? Yeah, he was a magician. He was a great magician. That's really funny because I always say, oh, you pulled a Houdini, you were out. I just thought that was a made-up saying. I didn't realize Houdini was a real magician. <laughs> dude, he was the David Copperfield before Copperfield. Oh, Copperfield. He, he Copperfield. He would escape. Like chains and boxes. Right, That's no, no, why no. it was like, oh, you're pulling a Houdini. Sort of like when you're at the bar and you're like, I'll be right back. And you Houdini. Ray would do the Houdini or the Irish Correct. goodbye all the time. That's why I respect say. for Houdini. And so I thought it was just a saying. I never realized Houdini was a real person. Yeah. In Austin, Texas, you go to the Paramount Theater. A lot of these old, old theaters in a bunch of cities across America, they had Houdini would perform. In Austin, there's a hole. If you look up if, at the Paramount Theater on the ceiling, there's a hole. It's called the Houdini hole. He made that hole for one of his tricks. It's still there today. That's pretty badass. Yeah, dude. Wow, the more you know. There you go. How does that thing go? Yeah, there you go. All right, let's start the show off with the game we call Would You Rather? Game on! Would you rather babysit a crying infant for an entire day or have an unwanted house guest for a week? Who would be the unwanted house guest? Anyone? Unwanted house guest. I think unwanted says it all. You don't want them there. Just whoever it is. Whoever it is. I'm going to go with unwanted house guest. Dude, I I have two kids, and I've been there when they scream bloody murder for hours at a time, and I can't take it. It's tough. Dude, talk about anxiety, stress, (laughs) like put a blanket over and put them in the other room. I cannot take it anymore. A house guest, I think that if we sit down and we get to talk and get to know each other, we might end up liking each other after a while. Dude, I'm fine with babysitting a kid. I in high school, middle school, I was babysitting all the time for extra cash, and I would invite my girlfriends over. We'd hook up. I'd have my buddies come over and say they were the pizza guy. Who cares if a kid's crying? You can deal with it. There's ways to live your normal life around a crying kid. An unwanted guest that just sucks. It is so hard. I, I'm a new, new father of five months, and my kid, I'm gonna say, is exceptional. An amazing, well-behaved baby, never cries. When he cries for five minutes, hmm. I start freaking out mm-hmm. because it is ear-piercing and it is just uncontrollable and there's nothing you can do. So to have a baby cry all day long, I don't think I can handle it. I don't know what I would do. Like my my uncle tells me uh, one time my, my dad and mom were driving from either Austin to Topeka, Kansas or Topeka, Kansas to Austin and my uncle was in the car and I cried the entire Whatever, however long that is. I mean, that's hours. 10 hour drive, whatever. And he said, after a couple hours, he was just like, 
I cannot. He, he told himself, I'm never having kids. Throw the baby out the window. And they thought, oh, he'll just tire himself out. But I cried the entire time. And he said he has never been more uncomfortable in his life. And so I would automatically go with the unwanted house guests because you can avoid them. You can not talk to <laughs> Stay them. Stay in your room. You can go in your room. You can say, oh, I'm not feeling good. I'm going to go take a nap. A crying baby, you have to pay attention to the crying baby. Yeah, Ray, I don't think you realize. It's brutal. I mean, well, that's why you got to get the noise-canceling headphones by Bose. <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of speaking of uh, like having an unwanted house guest that you don't have to see, did, you guys were roommates, right, for like, what, a year? Yeah. Two years? One year. One year. It was and weird. How, how many times did you guys see each other? Not very often. Well, every Ray, day at work. And then every no, day no, no, when, at we, home, when, I mean. when we'd see each other at home, but Ray would just go straight up to his room. But let's be honest. Ray and I didn't really know each other that yeah, well at that yeah, point. Yeah, it's true. We, we just kind of were like, hey, out of necessity, let's live together. And then Ray, come to find out, is scared of dogs. I had two, two dogs. big dogs. And so it had to be an uncomfortable house for Ray. It was So it was an awkward situation for him because I got these two big old dogs running around. He's scared of dogs. So, yeah, I'd be in my room all the time, too. That's well, crazy. And it was all his stuff. It was his furniture, his, his TV. I like You using, had a mattress, though, right? Yeah. I, I, I'm i not going to use all his stuff, dude. I just feel like I'm imposing. So I was cool in my room. Dude, I had a Nintendo, or what did I have? I had a... Uh, PlayStation. PlayStation. No, no, what, now I have a PlayStation. I had the Xbox. I had the Xbox One then, maybe, or a 360, one of them. I was playing that the whole time, dude. I had a 50 inch screen TV at a big old lazy boy. I love my room. And I, the chicks would just roll up the stairs and come hang out. Also, chicks would just come in all the time and lunch. I wouldn't say all the time. Yeah, That's once probably... every six months. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you lived there for a year. Yeah. I mean, so, two and, and to be fair to Ray, I was a slob. My my Because my clo- we had the washer. It was disgusting. The washer and dryer were downstairs, and my problem is I would do the laundry, but then I could never quite get it upstairs to my room, and I'd put it on the kitchen table and put it on the kitchen table, and then it would just stack up, stack up, and... The kitchen table was used as my. You, you uh, would go to sit down and uh, at the kitchen table. Oh, I'm gonna have lunch here. There's a bunch of laundry. Okay, underwear I'll, I'll right there. No, but it, but it was clean. <laughs> at least it was clean. Right. Now I remember going and seeing the mountain cotton on the kitchen table. Like, dude, it was like big old mountain of like underwear, t-shirts, pants, whatever. And then in the kitchen, in the sink, it was just stacked with dirty dishes, <laughs> like mountain dirty dishes. And then dude, this is one I'll never forget. All the dog hair knotted up. It looked like Bob Marley dreads. <laughs> Underneath the couch and yeah, yeah. around the corners. Well, of it's the hard to get room. under the couch. My my vacuum doesn't reach under there, dude. I, that was uh, that was disgusting. Because I think we were helping you move, and we moved the couch. And dude, it was oh, the, one of the grossest things I've ever seen. Yeah, you probably helped me move for about thirty minutes. I I spent a whole day helping Eddie move, and then when I'm moving into my house, Eddie's like, "Yeah, I can help you." And he was there for forty five minutes. He goes, "Hey man, I got to go to an appointment." I'm like, well, what's the point of even coming? I think I helped you with the big stuff. For 45 minutes. Yeah, we got the big stuff I out of there. I moved your entire house. I think you might have moved me twice. Twice? Yeah. And in the day and age with all these moving companies, oh, there's a truck here, a truck there, a forklift, a guy there, you got the tackle app. But why when stop, you got move, your buddies? No, no, in this day and age, stop asking your buddies to help you move. Did I order pizza there's for you so guys? There's so many different outlets. Did yes. I get beer for you guys? Right, I'm going to say this right now, and this is a, a PSA <laughs> to America. If Did you, I get you guys one pizza and I one got beer? You all, oh, no. Is it Wendy's? I got you all, I got yes. you all lunch. If you can afford <laughs> movers, if you can afford to pay movers, pay movers. It is That, that was is the, the problem. I couldn't afford to pay that movers. That is the one thing that is worth the money is paying movers if you can afford it because moving is the hardest, most tedious, annoying task ever. You can probably ruin a friendship that way. Yes. And yeah. so if you can hire movers... Hire the movers, and that's how we play. Would you rather? Game on! Hey, 
can we talk real quick about leaving you high and dry yesterday? Like that's I didn't know. I'm no, no, no. I just did not know that you were gonna do the show by yourself. No, yesterday. no, there's no leaving me high and dry, dude. We're on vacation. It's a weird time right now. Where some people are on vacation. People are going out of town. Are we doing the show? Are we not? It's cool if one yeah, person it's not does a big it. Three deal. people does like, it. Like we're we're on vacation, so it's not a big deal. And I, I don't. I, I didn't think of it was a big I deal. I just didn't know that you were gonna end up. Well, I wasn't. I I really wasn't going to. Like I knew you were out. You texted, "Hey, I'm out," and I said, "Okay," and then I. Dropped the kid off at daycare, and I was like, "Man, what what am I doing?" But I, I want to go talk about some sports, so I came up here. But you talked and, to you texted Ray, right? Well, I texted both of you and said, "Hey, are we doing the show tomorrow?" And you said, "I'm, I'm out. out." Ray just never responded, so I was like, "If I don't show up, and Ray shows up, he's going to be upset." So I came up here. And Ray wasn't here, so I was like, I assume that means Ray's not coming, so I just did the show real quick. So you did the show. So do you know how to do everything? Like, you know how to push record. But so, did you do the show intro? And Well, I couldn't find the show intro. I know how to look, I know how to look for yeah. stuff, but I didn't know it was titled. And so I just kind of... I think it's called Sore Loser's Intro, right? Yeah. And so I... <laughs> I I just looked at all the walls and I just I couldn't find it. I so went, how did you start the show? Uh, I played game show music. Oh, like the other game show music. Yeah, not the game on one. Did no, you not do Would You Rather with yourself? Nope. Because I said I would do Would You Rather right here, but it's a little awkward to do Would You Rather by yourself. <laughs> dude, give the guy a chance to be at Rome. Colin Cowherd, Dan uh, Patrick, we dude, gave him his shot. I yesterday. don't know how those guys do that. I, I get awkward listening well, to them they by do, themselves. They're amazing storytellers. Colin Cowherd, yeah. dude, he could tell a story in it yes. forever. They're great storytellers. That's what you it's have just, to be. You're just more of a storyteller. So also, they were probably like loners when they were kids, huh? No, not necessarily. I, I think I'm a good storyteller when I take my when I have a good story, but I don't have a story for everything. But they do. They paint a good picture. And it's different when you're doing a podcast because there's no breaks. Like, there's no time to catch your breath and... And look at your notes. Look at your notes. It's, you're just talking for 30, 45 minutes. It was like, oh, like yesterday, I was trying to look up a story that I had read and I forgot to pull it up before the... And in the middle of the podcast, I'm like, oh, here, let me pull it up. Hold on. Uh, uh, hold on. I, I can't find it. And so it got awkward for a minute. <laughs> I don't I don't know how people do that. I don't know how Rome does it. I don't know how Coward does it. I don't know how you do it. Like, I don't know how you well, did it. It, they also have little earpieces. Are they amazing hosts? Yes, but, but they have earpieces. Guys in their head will you say, guys weren't next story, on here? transition, we got a caller. Next thing. Oh, the word you're searching for is this. Oh, that story? Here you go. I'm just oh. going to throw it in your desk right now. So it's not like they're they alone. producer's assistants and earpieces. Also, Colin Coward even has a co-host. They have meetings before the show where they come up. I mean, everybody brings stuff, I would say, and helps them. I would bet. They do. They, Colin right, but I would say, never be able to talk to myself for an hour. You could do it. You're on radio. You can talk yeah, to yourself. Yeah, with people. I could talk to you. I look at you in the eyes and we talk. You don't and think we ask, you can talk for an hour? Not by my... No, not, oh. no way. The key to talking for you an could? hour is... Yeah. Oh, simply. Coach, I used to do it for my night show. On One Friday nights, hour? I had to talk for like 45 minutes for high school football. There would always be a dead period of 20 minutes after the games ended. Coach, I would just talk about anything for 20 minutes. Would you tell jokes and then laugh at them? One like, time a hurricane <laughs> hit and I was like, here it comes right now. It's going over the dock. If you are living along the coast, you've got to get out of town. We were in Austin, Texas, but I was still just reporting the hurricane even though it was in Florida. But I was saying, you know, I was public service basically. When I'm with people talking, like there's always just a seven minute, I call it the seven minute lull. Like every seven minutes, it's always like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. came up with a seven minute lull. No, that's you, actually kind of genius. You know what? No, if you talk to someone, there's all every conversation you have around every seven minutes. There's always just like, yeah, yeah, we ran out of stuff to talk about, so let's just sit here for a second until something else comes up. I with myself, like a seven minute lull with myself, I got nothing. You're just like, all right, I think I got nothing, Coach. You jot down five notes. You won't even get to all five of them. 
You're, you would Usually, amaze yourself at how much you I never you can run talk. out of stuff to talk about because I just want to talk about sports. And if someone doesn't want to talk about sports, I don't really have anything else to talk about. Yeah. That's all I have. Like when I'm in a group, if they don't know sports, I don't have anything to say. I have nothing to add to get in the conversation. So you, that's a good point, dude. We, so we were in an event the other night, and um, it was uh, Low Cash. Low, Low Cash was there, and, and there were a bunch of other like country artists, and Lunchbox wasn't really having conversations with anyone. No, I was just sitting off to the side because I don't – listen, I have nothing to say to these no. people. They have nothing to say to me. We have nothing in common, so we don't know each other. <laughs> so so he doesn't, they don't talk. So I don't talk. Like, I, I just don't. But we were, you know, like, it was towards the, we're getting ready to hit the stage to go introduce someone, and then Low Cash brings up the Cubs or something, or some game that they were playing. I mean, that's it. Lunchbox was like, you are there! And, dude, next thing you know, Lunchbox and them were just talking and talking, and the, the stage manager's like, all right, guys, come on, let's start moving towards the stage. He's like, hold on, one second. So would you rather have Sammy? I mean, dude, he starts talking. He was so passionate about sports because he was talking about sports to these guys. He never talks to these dudes. Yeah, never, never. He's right. This but, guy in sports. But I mean, once, once sports comes up, it's a, it's a common ground that everybody can talk about. And if not everybody, because well, not everybody's you're right. in sports. You're not everybody's into sports. But yes, dude, and, sports is awesome. Especially you got father in laws at holiday time. Yes. Sports is amazing. It bridges all the awkward with my girlfriend's uh, dad. He doesn't watch the NFL anymore, though. But when he did watch it, oh. we used to talk about it all the time. Because of the kneeling thing, he, he quit watching it yeah. because of the kneeling. Yeah. And so that was a real thing. I remember I was uh, at a cafeteria, like catering place, and and uh, I think he had a Titans cap on or something. And I was like, ah, Titans. He's like, yeah, I'm just wearing it for the hat, man. I really wouldn't wear this anymore. I hate the NFL now. And it was just like, all right, good, good talk. Like, I was just saying, like, go, go Titans. Like, that's it. Right. And we, I don't want to get into the specifics of, oh, do you support the kneeling, not kneeling? But Eric Reed, who is one of, uh, he was on San Francisco. He now plays for Carolina. He, what is, is he, what does he play? He's a defensive back. He's okay. a safety. He is a kneeler. He kneels. Mm-hmm. And he has been very vocal in his support of Colin Kaepernick and all the issues and things like that. And he's outspoken about it. Even on his cleats this past week, he wore stuff about Colin Kaepernick. Saying, so he said he has been random, randomly drug tested seven times in the last 11 weeks. Wow. I'm just curious how many times a, a typical guy would get drug exactly. tested. Exactly. Not, not, not seven times. Nope. A couple. Right, a couple yeah. because you have fifty, you have have fifty two people on the roster or whatever. They all have to get. If it's random, how is he getting tested seven times in eleven weeks? If this is true, this looks so bad for the NFL and what is quote unquote random and their beef with Colin Kaepernick. Oh, mm-hmm. dang! That, now I'm connecting it all the dots. They're yes, all that, yeah. they want to bust him and get him out and make him look bad. If it's true, I don't know if it's true. I he could just be saying that until I, you know, and if he comes out with proof that he's been tested seven times, this is a disaster. Well, he knows the NFL. I bet he knows how many times his boys are getting tested. Hey, how many times have you been tested? Oh, only one. Uh, yeah, once in the last two years. Well, I'm yeah. like seven, dude. Yeah. I've been seven this year. Exactly. Yeah. He signed with Carolina like eleven weeks ago, and now he for him to come out like that, he already knew his num- boys' numbers. Yeah, oh, obviously, you room. obviously know that. Like Tom Brady probably gets. Tested once every two years. Yeah, he's not getting tested every week, and it seems like Eric Reed is he's getting. He's the cheater. He's getting tested every single test week, and it's. Oh, I get oh, it. Balls, in, in, inflation balls. Yeah, yeah. He, Swelling. He found no, a spot for no, his no, joke. no, no, no. Football. The air, air, air. In You've the, been working the, on that for a while. The flake gate. 
You've been working on that. No, one? I just came up with it right now. Not off bad. the dome, dude. But yes, yeah, so yes, if this is true, bad, bad, bad for the NFL. And yes, I know the kneeling makes people mad, and some people have no problem with it. That's, that's not what, what that's we're fine. talking about. Yeah. That's not what we're Whatever. talking about. We're not turning it into that. We're turning it into, boy, if this comes out and it's true, NFL. That's a black eye for the NFL. The like, only thing ooh. I can relate this to is after nine eleven. See, I'm I'm Mexican, but I do somehow resemble Middle Eastern. Like my features. Like, dead serious, when I go to the store, people, <laughs> Middle Eastern people tell me, like, hey, man, like, where are you from? Like, what's up? And I'm like, no, I'm Mexican. They're like, nah, really? Yeah. So, I mean, I have Middle Eastern features. No joke, after 9-11, I would get randomly searched all the time. Where? Where? At the airport. Oh, I was like, all just walking up. the, no. <laughs> you were like, hey, 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 you're you're talking about the grocery, grocery store. Because <laughs> you said when I'm at the <laughs> store, and then you go out and get- I was checking out my rice roni <laughs> and they'd be like, whoa. <laughs> Coach, you were getting a pat down at the Toys R Us? Coach, I would get randomly searched at the airport all the time. No, it's random. <laughs> yeah, random. Randomly me all the time. And boys, that's weird. That's what I, I relate that to. You know, I get a pat down every time at the airport because I got bolts in my arm and they can't figure out you why. You have bolts in yeah. your arm? You they, do? Yeah, from what? From surgery. And they'll, they never What'd you can, do? Broke my arm. Football? How? Fell from a bunk bed. 10 feet in the air. And they the put arm. screws in there put because it was that broken. How old were you? College. Wow. Wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. You were on a bunk bed in college? Yeah, yeah. at Southwest Texas. At the dorm. At or Chicago. We, th- yeah, we had the- vaulted ceilings, so we thought we'd be smart, and we stacked the bunk beds on top of dressers so that all the floor was for a party area. So when the girls came over, we could be like a major house party. You know, there wasn't a lot of room in the, in the dorm dorms. Room, yeah. So my bed, though, the catch was, was 10, 12 feet in the air. And I fell off it one night, hit my, hit my arm on the doorknob, broke it, snapped it in half. Did oh. you wake up when you did that? Yeah. broke. And I knew I broke it, went back to bed, and then I, when I woke up again. Had you been? No, we couldn't drink. It was like, there was no alcohol. It was a dry. Oh, come on. You would drink, though. It's a dry school. But, but it, you're you, get, still, you can go oh, off campus. You can, but if you got caught, you get kicked out of school. Why wow, risk I didn't it? know that. Yeah. I didn't know that. Sort of like, when I was a kid, I had a bunk bed with my brother, and I, I fell off the top bunk and didn't wake up. I'm like a couple times I'd roll off the top bunk and that's I'd just like, sleep on the floor. That's like seven feet. Yeah, my seven mom foot drop. My like, parents that's legit. Would, my parents would hear. My mom would hear Thump. me. Boom, <laughs> and she'd run in there and I'd just be asleep on the floor. My little one, five year old, does that, but I mean he falls from the bottom, not the top. I mean yeah. that's uh, that's major fall. Well, yeah, with the kids, usually the one that's more prone to fall, put them on the lower one. It's only a two foot fall. Right, but he doesn't wake up from the two feet. I mean, I would wake up. I wake up when like my wife elbows me in the ribs. Like I wake up. Like can you imagine falling and not waking up? That's lunchbox. That's me. When That's I was a crazy. kid, she said I did it at least twice where I fell off the top bunk and didn't wake up. <laughs> if parents got out. a kid that moves a lot, he's a flight risk. Put him on the lower bunk. Put the other Correct. guy that doesn't really move when he sleeps on yeah. top. You but didn't the, have rails on the top bunk? I guess not. Mm. Oh, dude, good. we all had rails. You go right over those. Hey, good parenting. <laughs> Shout out mom. <laughs> they and, saved some money yeah. and didn't do the rails. <laughs> exactly. Maybe I took it off. I don't know. Maybe. I don't remember. But yes, and the Pro Bowl was announced yesterday. And I, Do you guys care about the Pro Bowl? No, no, no. Usually I don't. I don't really get upset about the Pro Bowl. Are they still Bowl. playing in Hawaii? No, they don't play in Hawaii anymore, right? I think you they, don't, if you don't know the answer to this, that's how no, I'm going to say they played the, it in Miami They one played year. in Orlando. I feel like they're out of Hawaii. like Because that was like Hawaii for, what, 50 years? And it now, was for a long time. And, and now they play it before the Super Bowl. The week before the Super Bowl. Okay. And I, I really don't know where... Because I don't watch it at all. It is terrible to watch. So, so we I don't know the, if I've ever watched it. I've only seen highlights Back on in the day, I, I'd watch oh, it. of course, dude. It was so cool to see everyone with their own team helmets on. Like, the, like that was so cool yeah. to see, like... 
I watched it when I was a kid. That was probably the last time I watched it. But now it's just a joke. They don't tackle. They don't do anything. So I don't even know why they play. Coach, it. if you're playing the Super Bowl the next week, do you play the Pro Bowl? Yeah. Oh, that's tough, risky, right? Man, no. You can't. You, they, <laughs> did you what just they say do, that's risky? You're an idiot. What they do is if you if you're if you're in the Pro Bowl and you get <laughs> your team makes the Super Bowl, uh, yeah. you they, saw him with that touch tackle. Well, next weekend he better be real tackling. He's in the Super Bowl. <laughs> He's down. Ah! Hey, he's down <laughs> practicing with his the Pro Bowl team instead of his re- the regular team. Doesn't say that's, hey, that's hey, it's been a party all week here at the Pro Bowl, but next week he's got to yeah. get serious. He's got the Super Bowl. Tom Brady thinks it was easy this week. It ain't gonna be easy next week in the Super Bowl. <laughs> hey, well, so, both of them are called Bulls. One of them doesn't mean a flip. The other one etches your name in the history books. Hey, Bill Belichick said, "Tom Brady, don't worry about this week of practice. We got the Super Bowl next week. You go down there, enjoy the Pro Bowl. You know, go to the Luau, have a good old time, man." But how do they name the the Pro Bowlers without knowing who's going to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> they name them. They just don't play it. They oh, name they the Pro Bowlers. And then if your team makes the Super Bowl. Hey. Hey. Uh, come on. I'm asking a legit no, no, question. I know. I'm not and laughing. it's pretty risky if I'm they not do laughing that. at you. I'm laughing with you. Liar. If if you make the Super Bowl, they just they name a replacement. Okay. So they, they hey, so no one from the Cowboys are going to be playing the Pro Bowl. And half the people drop out of the Pro Bowl <laughs> anyway. They'll claim an injury, whatever. Half the players that make the Pro Bowl don't even play in the Pro Bowl. And oh. I, I, <laughs> the only guys that play in it, they haven't given their wife a trip to Hawaii in a while. So okay. they're like, hey, yeah. go let's knock two birds out with one stone. So dumb. I don't did, even know why they did. Did you find out where they play it? Because no, I don't know if they're no. back in Orlando. They're back to Hawaii. I know they've been trying to. They're trying to switch it up, trying to make it more interesting, but no one cares. Coach, it's a probably pretty easy Google search. Pro yeah, Bowl well, you guys location. were making fun of me. It's in Orlando. Thank you. Okay. So I guess they've just moved it to Orlando now. Yes. And I just I don't get upset about the Pro Bowl, but I got upset about this one. Just tell me which quarterback you'd rather have. 65, 65% completion percentage, 3,979 yards, 24 TDs, 9, 9 INTs. Okay. Or, Is that James Winston? Or 67% completion percentage, 3,951 yards, 34 TDs, 13 INTs. Which one had more I mean, TDs? I mean, they're both pretty... The second one, 34... Give me t- more TDs. The completion percentage, if they're dinking and dacking, it's probably I mean, inflated. The 16 interceptions, get them out of here, whoever that is. 13 interceptions to 9, 34 TDs 13. to 24. Boom. I mean, I don't know. Okay. The bottom one to me... 67% completion percentage, higher completion percentage, 3,951 yards, so 28 less yards, 10 more TDs, 4 more interceptions. That's Andrew Luck over Tom Brady. Yeah, Andrew Tom Luck. Brady gets the Pro Bowl nod. And listen, I understand he's the greatest of all time, but if you just look at the year, Andrew Luck's having oh, a better come year. come on. Who sells more tickets? I No. Come on. Who, who votes for this? The NFL would, or fans? Uh, fans, I think, because I remember... No. Uh, no. Uh, what's his name? The the dude, Michael Bennett, was on Twitter being like, I'm begging for, for votes. I just want you... Maybe to, they have a part of the vote. Maybe. But he was just like, I need your vote. Listen. Come vote. Andrew Luck should be in the Pro no. Bowl, and Tom Brady should not be in the Pro Bowl. No. If we're going to make this real and... Honest, it's and not real and honest. The players that play in the Super Bowl don't even play, and then people that even are invited don't even go sometimes. Right, but if you're gonna put you because you put three QBs in, there's three QBs. Oh, right, right, right. Patrick Mahomes, Philip Rivers. Okay, I got no argument. I got no argument against them. But Andrew Luck has had a better year than Tom Brady. That's a it. More, a lot more interceptions. Maybe they didn't like that. And Tom Brady's going to his record-tying 14th. That's the only reason they put him on there. Is 14 so he, Pro Bowls. Yeah, so he could tie the record. 
14. Who's who's he tying the record with? Peyton Manning and a couple other people. But is, he, is 14 a cool number? Oh, because he's, no, he's the tying record. the record okay. of all-time Pro Bowl. Right. Yes. Sorry, but I don't even get upset about the Pro Bowl, but I don't know why this made me mad. You I'm like, like Andrew Luck, though. You, don't you I do rally like, for him? I like Andrew Luck, and he does have a book club. If you're interested, go to andrewluckbookclub.com. He you. does a kid's book and a adult book every month that you can read. Okay, thank you, He coach. nominates them. But anyway, I just <laughs> thought, it, give it to the guy that deserves it. Give it to Tom Brady. More people will watch. I mean, I think more people will watch. It, more people will go to Orlando, watch the game. Like, there is zero percent chance Tom Brady goes to the Pro Bowl. Oh, even if he, even if they don't make the Super Bowl, he'll. Oh, I got a bad back. I'm not yeah, gonna. Nah, make it. Would you rather play. you rather be down there at Disney World playing grab ass, or you want to be in your Bugatti? Yeah, Brady's going to Bugatti. No, he's got the kids. They'll go to they'll go to Disney World. They they'll make a week Dude, out of his it. His kids have been to Disney World a hundred times. Wow, they were just probably there today, <laughs> Coach. They go in the weekdays. They're there right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's true. And did you guys watch Monday Night Football? Yeah. How bad did Cam Newton look? Oh, wait, what Monday Night Football did I Cam Newton, Interceptionville, arm looks weak as crap, p- making Coach, poor today, decisions. Wednesday? Monday Night Football, I'm trying to think. The Saints Coach, it was the Saints one, Saints uh, one at the very end. I watched end. the first half of it. Cam Newton, just a bad decision maker. One time he looked like he was kind of just uh, showing off when he, the clock was running. Oh, he made me into the first half. Yes. Like, this... He's an idiot, almost. Like, this made me think, you are an idiot, Mm -hmm. Cam Newton. You're an idiot. Mm -hmm. So there's like 30 seconds left, maybe 40 seconds left, and he gets a first down, like at the 15-yard line, about to score, and he gets up, and he's dancing, pointing first down, he's talking trash to the Saints, and the clock is just tick, 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 ticking away. Coach, he's showing off, and the clock's running. He's Mm. showing off. Instead of calling a timeout, getting up to the line, calling a play, spiking the ball, whatever. It doesn't matter because the next play, he threw an interception. But he just looked like such an idiot that he was more interested in talking trash and doing his little first down dance. Woo! Made him look so dumb. But he looked so terrible because he's hurt. His shoulder is just done. His doesn't look good. And I went on a rant yesterday about how bad he was and how it looks bad and how he's hurt. And he's the face of the franchise. They should have sat him a long time ago. So, who has the brighter future, Cam Newton or Rob Gronkowski? The oh, brighter future. Got to go, Cam. Cam Newton. This is it for Rob. Oh, he's got, Rob's done. He's got this one, and let, we've seen him, guys. We saw RoboCop. RoboCop is malfunctioning. Dude, <laughs> no more RoboCop trying to make tackles, guys. That ain't happening. Just let him try to do some ta- a couple catches a game if he can do I that. I mean, dude, really, if you think about it, it sucks if your body's breaking down. Like in his at thirty years old, Rob's body is breaking that's down. Sucks because he's young mentally. He, I mean, he wants to probably keep playing and play hard as hard as as good as he's been playing his whole career. His body just can't keep up. Have you seen that arm brace he wears? It is the... It's huge. Dude, it looks like something that you would put on an actual machine that it works construction, and it's on his arm. I mean, he must have something seriously wrong with his arm. Coach, you don't think that the Panthers will keep Cam for a long time? No, I do, but I'm, I'm worried how good can he be. And I wonder, can his shoulder... If his shoulder couldn't heal, like why wouldn't you sit him down? He, he says his shoulder's hurt. How hurt is it? When did he hurt it? Six weeks ago. Yeah, it's hurt because he when he was he doing can't that, throw it more than eight yards, he, ten yards down the field. It looks so bad. And he had a very simple throw for a touchdown, and he underthrew the guy horribly mm. when you could have easily gotten a field goal. So it was just a bad decision. Yeah, that's kind of hard a for bad a arm. quarterback. 
What? To not have a good arm. Yeah. Right, and that's what I mean. <laughs> if his shoulder is permanently messed that's up. That's why they had McCaffrey throw one. <laughs> they're like, no, dude, really. They're giving a couple, McCaffrey more snaps. A, a couple weeks ago, they brought in the backup quarterback to throw a Hail Mary at yeah. the end of the half because Cam Newton couldn't throw it wow, that far. that's rough. You can tell he can't throw it far. Every time it's like lumbering, it, I think is the like, word. It doesn't it's, look it's kind of like a shot I've never put. noticed this. You know when you and me throw in the garage yeah. and your throws aren't that great? That's almost like Cam Newton. There you go. Thanks, that's coach. what I want to know. Okay. <laughs> Two teams that are struggling right now. Rams. And? Saints. Patriots. Oh. Who, <laughs> Saints just won. Who do you believe in more? The, the Patriots or the Rams? The Rams. I think I believe in the Rams a lot more. I feel like the the youth, the 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 energy that that team has is way better than the Patriots. Patriots, they're living off the past. I mean, Belichick is still, you know, he's the genius. He's the good coach, but I mean, they just don't have what they need anymore. the 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 Rams are all young. They got a bunch of talent. The coach, they're young. They're trying to experiment, and then they've got a lot of momentum going on. The Rams, I think the Rams have what it takes to go. It's almost like the Patriots, they, I don't know if they've progressed the way some of these other teams have. I don't know if, if the Patriots get down big, can they come back? Who knows? I mean, they actually did that one time in the Super Bowl, didn't they? Yeah. But um, anyways, the Patriots, I don't think they're built for today's NFL. They're not. I mean, Brady's arm isn't amazing. Um, Receiver-wise, where's that big, awesome receiver that the Patriots... Oh, they got Gibbs or what? Gordon. 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 He's all right. Oh, they got all these shorties. He's a little short. I don't see any other NFL team doing it with shorties. Dude, all you see the Patriots and you see all these... Bunch of slot receivers. Dude, it's all these little shorties. And I'm like, man, can't can't get a tall guy out there? What happened to the days of Moss? You know, and those guys that are big and, and gronk. He's worthless. He can't run. He can't catch. He can't do anything. Yeah, it's almost like they need to start over. I believe more in the Pats. Okay. Coaching. Coaching. Best quarterback of all time. That's it. If it, Going forward this year, if I said who's going to make the Super Bowl more likely, I'm saying the Patriots. Just because I believe in Tom Brady and Bill Belichick more than I believe in Sean McVay and Jared Goff. I don't Todd believe Gur- in Jared Goff either. T- Todd Gurley's got a little knee inflammation. Like mm-hmm. they said, he came out of the game a little bit the other night, and he's questionable this weekend. Just, I don't know if I trust the Rams. It's good when it's going good, but boy, when they they don't win tight games, they got to blow you out, or it's they don't really win. They, I mean, I guess they beat the Chiefs in a bl- tight game, but no, but you're right. You, early season, we we're like unstoppable, unstoppable, unstoppable. and now it's all of a sudden. Er- it's, yeah. it's hit a brick wall. But the Patriots, they go down a couple scores. Do you see them coming no, back? No, no, it's over. The Patriots are, are in trouble. That I don't, I don't know if they're going. I don't believe they're going to the Super Bowl. But I just, if I had to pick a team, I would take the Patriots over the Rams, just because I trust Tom Brady and that coaching staff more than I trust Sean McVay and Jared Goff. Okay, two number one seeds right now. Who do you believe in more, Saints or Chiefs? Chiefs. I like the Chiefs. You got to go Chiefs on that one. I like the Chiefs. Just I, I know the Saints have a better defense, maybe better overall team, but when the Chiefs are just like just killing you with their offense, scoring on you, like the way they just just trample over everyone, I can't stop the Chiefs, man. And the Saints, I thought they had this high-powered offense and now all of a sudden it's but they're in all these field goal affairs. The last game they didn't look good at all offensive wise. They didn't put up points. I thought the Saints were built on putting up crap loads of points, and nobody can catch them. I mean, Carolina was rolling with the Saints. That's weird. That's not the Saints in the playoffs. You got to go with our Chiefs. I mean, the Chiefs look like they can explode for tons of points. They got great defense. I love the Chiefs. Give me the Saints. 
<laughs> Give me the Saints. He sets us up. He sets us no, up. No, no, no. I, it's just funny because me and Ray are always just like, of course, dude. This is a no-brainer. And then you're like, actually, I go with the opposite. Give me the Saints. I'll take Drew Brees over Pat Mahomes. Matt, Pat Mahomes. You like experience. I like experience. That also, coaching-wise, what's Andy Reid ever done in the playoffs? Lose, lose, lose. lose. That's what he, he his MO is look good in the beginning of the year. Come December, January, lose, lose, lose. That defense is awful. That defense awful. can't be trusted. Give me the Saints, who the defense seems to be playing pretty well. You're right on that. The I defense love, is legit. I you love can't compare Ingram, the two offenses, though. Ingram and Kamara. I love it. The only the, Look what happened this week. Stop them. Rough, rough week. Once they're doubling uh, Thomas. No, they're doubling oh. Thomas, and that's they're, that's causing problems for their offense. Michael Thomas and the, the um, Panthers had a great game plan. They were knocking Kamara every time he came mm-hmm. out of the backfield, throwing everything off. But I don't think the Chiefs – I'll take the Saints over the Chiefs. More likely to make a run in the playoffs. Cowboys. The Houston Texans or the Chicago Bears? Oh, the Bears. I mean, dude, I have so much faith in the Bears right now. I don't know. It's just their amazing defense, great, great defense. And then Trubisky's just proved to us that he's a a quarterback that can get things done. I mean, Tariq Cohen, I they're so dude, the Bears are just on fire. Like the Texans, I watch them like, we'll see, we'll see what kind of Texans we get today. We'll see what happens. I don't know. I mean, how many field goals did they have last week? Oh, like five. five? <laughs> like they're gonna win a game off of five field goals. Like, give me the Bears. The Bears, for some reason, are this team this year that came out of nowhere, and they're they're like they have the team it's mentality, naggy, dude, more than anybody else. I mean, and in playoffs, dude, Chicago's going to be rocking. The and Bears. Chicago kind of has some swag. You're right with the Texans. It's like, what the Texans lose this? What their big winning streak? Now they look like crap. Roll the dice. See what we get with the Texans every week. They got Demarius Thomas, and the, I love that they have Hopkins, the most dirty, Hopkins dirtiest the, receiver in the NFL. He's the best receiver in the NFL. His hands best are unbelievable. Oh, I love watching him play football. I go with the Bears, man. They're such a team. Like They literally are a team. They're the definition of a team. When they win, you're like, oh, because they were a, a team. They're a really good team. I don't mean to be a homer, but give me the Bears. Of course. I, you're a homer. No, 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 no. I'm not a homer. Mm-hmm. I just What are you wearing right now? Dub oh, Bears. I thought it was the Bears. No, the it's, a, it's a UTSA Roadrunners. <laughs> yeah. I don't mean to be a homer, but the Bears. The uh, Bears. Ditka versus God. <laughs> Listen, I love my Bears, but I just don't think – I think the Texans are one of the most overrated teams in the NFL. Overrated. I just don't, over that's it. Yeah, just one. Yeah, okay. keep going. Keep yeah, going. I just don't think I just don't think the Texans are that good. They don't. When I watch them, I'm not like, man, that's a team that's really impressive. And they they, they squeak out some wins. They never look like they're dominant. They never squeaked out nine in a row. Exactly. Which is very impressive. That's right. All right, we're moving. That, that was a little game. I didn't have a name for I it. I like that, Coach. I, I I couldn't. I was I sat up all night trying to think of a cool name for it, but it, I just wrote. Coach, you don't need cool names. I see these TV shows. I've had some time off. They all have these cool names for these segments, and then the segments suck. Listen, let's they just ha- have a segment that has dude, no name, and then it'd be a good. It was called segment. my my segment was called Game. Oh, good. That's a good. That's a good name, <laughs> Coach. Dude, I it, turn on these TV shows, and they all have in bold letters the name of the segment, and it's the dumbest segment I've ever heard of ever. And you're not realizing they've they've met, they were sitting in meetings for hours trying to come up with those names. Really, Coach? Yeah. Coach, do, do not give segments names. Just let the segment live. All right, guys, we got a new segment coming up. It's like kind of a would you rather. I need names. Let's go. Give me your top five, and then they go around the room. I mean, it's hours, and then they hit the air, and then you got people like Ray going like, "Dude, these stupid names they got on the board are so dumb." <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Once see, it actually airs, when, like, when I watch those, I'm like, oh, it's kind of a fun name. Oh, you like it? Well, I love Kornheiser and Wilbon how they have the names of their segments in the right hand side. I love that. It's so easy to follow, and you're like, okay, cool. I can go grab something to drink really quick, and the next in two segments, I really want to listen in for that. I love their idea of doing that. But all the so other- maybe we could do that on our podcast. We could be like. And have a little thing on there that pops up on their computer coming up. Oh, game or on their radio, like in their car. Game. Yeah, we'll coming up that. in three minutes. Game. We'll, we'll come up with that technology. We'll be really. You rich. know what I do love though? I love the graphics they make on football games. Like usually Monday night football or Thursday night football. When it's, they draw on it? No, no, no. It's it's a, some theme that they're coming up with to try to like talk about uh, the Patriots in the postseason or something. And it'll the graphic will be like Toy Story, and it'll be oh, like. This week was the snowballs. The snowball. Yeah, he yeah. was throwing snowballs at it. Yeah, the and they always make a cool little Even Tessitore was like, oh, it's pretty cool. You got <laughs> yeah, snowballs and he, being he, 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 he said this week, he goes, I do like how they went with snowballs for this one, it's, yeah. you know, since it's December. It's awesome. Or they'll do, like, you know, a bunch of cowboys on there, and they'll put Belichick's head on a cowboy, and they'll, like... How many times they rope in a cow? I don't know what it is. It's different things every time. I love it. They're so creative. Well, and that's probably because they're trying to get women more interested in kids. Oh. Like they're not just marketing to us. And I'm falling for it. They don't. <laughs> I love it. No, that's the point of it is to yeah. make it interesting instead of doing the same thing over yeah. and over again. But what I do hate is every time there's a game in Texas, when they're coming in oh from outside gosh. the stadium, what go. do they show? Cows. Cows. Cow. Cowboys. Yes. Rodeos. Guys, cowboy not, boots. If you've never been to Texas. That's it's not, not like that. It's not like that. They're big cities just like Chicago, L.A., New York, Atlanta. But, but there coach, are big do, cities in Texas. They do that for everyone, though. Like So they go to like New York. All right, find a pizza shop and a hot dog And find stand. an apple that's extra big. Yeah. Like, go to the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> the big and, apple. Then, and then the New York is like, it's more in New York than this. Come on, man. You guys like, are so right. They go to Miami. They show the they beach show surfboards. Beach, and they go to the, cu- <laughs> the Cuban clubs or whatever. Like you know, <laughs> Right. But at least that shows... Like something. Well, it is our culture, though. Well, no, it's I, not. I agree. When you, I had never been lawnmower? on a ranch in my life that's until I was like 16 years old. Oh. So don't tell me that that's our life, dude. When so, they show the Longhorns and they show cowboy boots, cowboy hats, that's so mm. out of touch. It's not even funny. Like I went to Chicago and my cousins lived in Chicago, and I met some of their friends, and they were like, "Do you guys really re- ride horses to school?" No. And I'm like, "No, are you crazy? That's what you have. Like that's what they have." Is there? I was like 13 when I was there, and they brought this up. I'm like, that's the image you have of Texas? Like, yeah, I just thought everybody in Texas rode horses to school. Well, and That is and not I, true. And again, you talk about those meetings that they're trying to come up with these names. Here's the meeting on Monday Night Football. All right, boys, we're going to Dallas this week. So, uh, Jimmy, I need you to take the camera, go find a ranch, get a bunch of cows. But you're not going to go into Dallas because we know there's no ranches there. So go two hours outside of Dallas <laughs> exactly. and film a ranch. Hey, Jimmy, if you pass by one of those oil fields with that thing, get a shot of that. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that, that little thing, that, that oil. Tomahawks. Uh, boss, that's only in West Texas. I don't care. Uh, Jimmy, go drive got, and get it. You got two days, Jimmy. Uh, get out there now. Hey, get on the plane out to Abilene mm-hmm. there, sir. We're trying to paint a picture that this is texas jimmy i googled boot shops there should be one kind of right downtown dallas will you get some video of boots or somebody making boots thanks jimmy <laughs> i mean and there you go and then the whole world thinks we're hey, cowboys hey, that's there's it a, there's a game in philadelphia the Ch- philly cheesesteak here we oh, go that's what they do that's what they do in philly they love that dude <laughs> they got the grill, the Philly steaks on the grill. But they are known for their Philly cheesesteaks. So that one's probably more, that one's more, so there are some that are very right. realistic. Right. But well, guys, let's not act like there aren't cowboys in our city. No, there are, but they're not as prevalent as they make it seem. Correct. Exactly. Like, like when they show Nashville, they show Broadway. That's pretty much what that's Nashville is. That's very accurate. That's very accurate. That's one accurate. road. 
That is that is what people come to Nashville for, though. Right. And so I think it is very accurate well, when's to When's the show last that? time you went to Broadway to hang out the way they're hanging out? Uh, a couple months ago when my brother-in-law and sister-in-law oh, okay. went down. <laughs> Got it. Ray? Uh, last night. Last two, week. Two nights ago. Yeah, he, he tweeted it. Clay Travis saying, hey, I'm all about your new bar. Clay Travis has a he's bar. He's an owner of this downtown sporting club, and so it's, is he involved? I like the name, sporting the sporting club. club. Dude, it's kind of like a soccer. It's they take the name, kind of like sporting. soccer teams. Yeah. Okay. Dude, it's downtown, centrally located. Absolutely love it. Don't know if he's really that involved or he just gives money to it. But my chick was like, "Yeah, yeah, he's somewhat a partner. Got a hand in it." It's going to be nice, I think. Oh, I don't classy think it's, joint? It's not going to be those cheap drinks that we're used to oh, at Paradise Park. Oh. oh. Crafty cocktails? Yeah, probably. And it's going to be a, a nice, Dude, big old, big You come to screens. Nashville, all the bars on Broadway, touristy, expensive drinks, go on second. That's where the dive bars are. That's where the cheaper drinks are. But Broadway, all those drinks are now getting to be $8 a oh, pop. Second, it's getting ridiculous. Second is perpendicular. It goes along the river, right? It yep. crosses Broadway? Well, it's one, one away from yeah, the river. okay. But, dude, I mean, now get ready. Yeah. When you come to Broadway, 8 bucks. Go out with my chick. It's $16 for two drinks. I'm like, all right, sweetie. We're staying at home from here on out. So just bring a bunch of cash if you're coming. Dude, they just or hit those bring tourists, and they take the money. That When they see tourists tour- coming to town. It's called a tourist trap. That is a trap, and I'm a local, and I get trapped. <laughs> I'm like, how is a beer $8? Like, you guys' prices have increased in the last year. Like, crazy. Yeah. And yeah, that's like if you ever went to this place called Santa's Pub. It was like off the beaten path. Is it not it, there anymore? It's a no, no. It's still oh. there. It's a trailer park, and it used to be two dollar beers, no cover. Now it gets on all these tourist lists. I must see. Now it's like five bucks a beer. There you five go. dollar cover. But right, you on. don't blame them, Santa, for doing that though, right? You get it. I get it, but I mean, then I would it, do it. it loses its charm. Yep. For like, the locals, but if you're making that money with all the tourists, they, they don't care. It. They're all about making money. That, yep. It's a business decision. Mm-hmm. And so, and the old man there is named Santa, right? Or I don't know if that's his real name, but that's what they call him. Is it really? Yeah. Santa's pub. So the dude that owns it, they call him Santa. And he just sits in the back and they're like, there's Santa. Oh, I just know I got booed off the karaoke stage there one time. You sing? Yeah. My buddy Charlie, we were there with some of the guys I play soccer with. Charlie Worsham? No. Charlie, I don't know his last name. But he uh, he was like, dude, you want to sing karaoke? I was like, I don't care, dude. I'm drunk, whatever. And he goes, I'll go put in a song. And he calls us, all right, Charlie, it's your turn. And we go up there and Charlie has chosen... Bridge over, over troubled waters. waters, dude. That's a good one. No, it was like five hours long. And like it is so, a bridge over trouble. so slow, and people are yelling at us, "Get off the stage!" And what what happened to you? Why'd you get cut, uh, kicked out? No, I. Oh, you got kicked off the stage. I'm saying we just they, people are yelling for us to get off the stage. Oh. I didn't get off the stage. When you're doing just, karaoke, never go slow. Always go with well, a rap song, yes, upbeat, upbeat, top something 40. fun. Almost like, just avoid every country song. You got to just pump it, it unless w- it's a good Garth. Song. I do it was Elvis. a terrible, terrible song choice. It's pretty bad. Yeah, you know who sings that? No clue. Ray, you know who sings that? No. Simon and Garfunkel. Oh, That's okay. who it is. Yeah, they're pretty good. Live from New York, <laughs> dude. Maybe your boy <laughs> you just wanted that? to screw you. Well, he was up there singing he was with there me too. They were all he up there. He loved that, that Charlie song. guy's an idiot. Yes, Charlie was That's an idiot. Funny. Uh, and I want to talk about this big development coming out of Major League Baseball. They have come to an agreement. A proposal, I guess, with Cuba that is going to allow Cuban players to sign with Major League Baseball teams without defecting from Cuba. Mm. Because explain what that means. Defecting. What that mean? Uh, they are not allowed to leave Cuba. You are once you're born there, you are stuck there unless you get on a raft and you sneak out of the country and you make it to America or wherever you're going. Still. Still. Still like that today? Still like that today. Because there's been major leaguers who have said how they got away. Yasiel Puig, Levon Hernandez. Uh, so they've got to escape. They've got to escape. 
because they are it's uh communism, I sure. guess. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So you I mean you can't it's go in this country. So they're saying that now they're gonna allow them to sign with major league baseball teams but still be Cuban citizens. So they can come and play baseball here. Yes. And that's okay with the Cuban government. Yes. Oh, that's a big deal. It's a big deal, and I don't know if it's a good deal or a bad deal. Because I think it's a good deal in the sense that, okay, they don't have to risk their life trying to get out of the country on these small boats, making the journey across the water, trying to make it to America and defecting, and putting their life in the hands of these smugglers who then... Coyotes. What are they called? Well, that's what we call them. Coyotes is like the, the, the person that, that owned the van that would bring them from the other country to here. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And so those people... Good insight. They can... Thank you. Coyotes. They're, they're very dangerous people. And they can, you know, you owe me $2 million or I'm going like to kill that. your family. Yep. Things like... So so it takes that aspect out of How do you know all this stuff? Because that, you, that's you what... read stories? Yeah, and like Yasiel Puig got in a big deal where he had to pay these people like millions of dollars once he signed a big contract because... So, yeah. And it's crazy. So it's it, that's a good thing, but then it's also does that mean the Cuban government's going to take all their money? Maybe. Well, that's the way I it, know there's going to be a 25%. That's the way it works over there, you understand? Right, but that's what I'm saying. So, would I rather them still just defect? But that's the country they're from. I, I don't think that that changes anything. Like the way they live today, communism, do you know what that is? Mm-hmm. Right? So like everyone makes the same amount of money except the government. I mean, you know, the government makes they're the rich people every citizen in cuba makes the same amount of money there's no rich class there's no middle class there's no lower class it's all pretty much low because all the money is shared right but what i'm saying is Yasiel so, Puig so these, right now can make millions of dollars because making, he escaped right he's no longer cuban he's no longer cuban but that's what i'm saying so it's a good thing they don't have to risk their life but then is it a bad thing because then the cube the cuban government still controls these guys and they they're not going to be able to make it's tricky because, you know, I mean, the U.S. has always looked as like, and we're not going to get political, but the U.S. has always looked as, as like a country that saves people because of their their crappy countries. You know, like people come to the U.S. because they're not like any other country. It's not third world country. It's not communism. They come and they live a free world. The, the What is it? The American dream, you know, the land of opportunity. They get to have whatever they they want. So, yes, but the fact is they are Cuban. That is the rules of their country. The only way they can get out of it is by escaping. Right. And this is a deal that really the Major League is trying to make, I mean, for their favor, to get good Cuban baseball players. <laughs> like, right, but they still get the Cuban baseball players. Yeah, but because they risk they, their lives. They risk their lives. They come over on a boat. You know, they throw, you know, a, they nail some plywood together, oh, throw it in the ocean, sure. and yeah, they float. A raft. Yes. So, yes, I think it's good in that sense, but I just don't know how it's going to work out in the long run. Are they going to end up... Making millions of dollars, but then just have to turn around and give it back to their You're government. You're right. You're right. That's probably why Cuba said, no problem. Let's do it. Perfect. That's our money. Whatever whatever he makes, we make. Thank you. Dude, and I watched SportsCenter today, and they didn't even touch on that. Like, we're going deep, No, that, that is really deep because, yeah, I mean, that's that's the root of it. You, you always wonder, like, well, why did Cuba just automatically agree to that? Because that's straight money for them. These guys make but millions of dollars. But this is the first time they've ever agreed to it. They 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 haven't allowed that forever, until now, and so it, I'm gonna, I'm interested to see. And I wonder how they, and I think the Cuban baseball players probably think, yes, I can finally go reach my dream of being in the major leagues because it's probably hard to defect. It's probably hard to get out, and it's very scary. 
Because once you leave, you can never go back. Yeah, and your family's You can never back there. see your family again. So you have to make that decision. Is it worth it to chase my dream in America and never see my family again? And now this will allow them to play baseball, see their family, but does it hurt them financially going forward? It's a good story because I think a lot of people don't realize how bad other countries are and like how hard it is for people that try to leave their country to go follow their dream. We take advantage of living in the U.S., dude. This is amazing, amazing life that we live in every day. Every day. And we don't even realize. You were born here, right? I was. Very close to the border, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've, I'm three generations American. Oh, okay. Like, I was gonna, I think, coach, I was going to say, 20 miles south, you would not even be American. Like, my great-great-grandparents were Mexican. Dang. Everyone else, we were all born in the U.S. So whatever generation decided to cross it. That was it. That changed That it was all. a big move. Coach, if they didn't do that, you would be Mexican. And we wouldn't know you. <laughs> That's true. Dude, you'd be, yeah. We wouldn't be sitting here today. That's Dang. like if I was born in Ireland. We wouldn't be here. Ah, yes. You'd be in a pub somewhere. Yeah. Drinking a... Guinness. Thank you. <laughs> Heck, my parents live a couple miles from Canada. You were almost Canadian. You could have yeah. been Canadian, Yay. dude. Where were you born? In uh, Salt Lake City, Utah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it was a weird thing. I was a twin. We almost died. They had a life flight. So it was like a weird thing. You but, you got life flighted? Yeah. I, so I wasn't even oh, from Utah. Oh, you weren't from Utah. Okay, it was okay. from a different state. But I had say, to go are you to, Mormon? Coach, we had to go to specialist states over in Utah. Oh, okay. Crazy stuff. Wow, you almost died, huh? Yeah. Well, I think it was my brother more so. My umbilical cord was wrapped around his throat. So you were already trying to get rid of him then because you didn't like him and you still don't like him. Dang, dude. Dude, in the womb you were trying to... Watch out for that. If you have twins, sometimes that umbilical cord can wrap around and it's an ugly, ugly thing. He ended up having to stay in the hospital for months because of my umbilical cord wrapped around his throat. And so is that why you guys don't get along now? Maybe. (laughs) He's still still mad about it. That's great. He grows up thinking, man, my brother tried to kill me, man. That punk. All right. Do you guys watch the Little League World Series? No. I was about to say it. What? They're doing a winter league? No, no, no. You've never watched it in the past? I, I mean, it's yeah, been yeah. on TV. But do you remember really... Monet Davis? Oh, yeah. The girl yes. from Chicago. Okay. Yes. Yeah. She is now a senior in high school. Uh huh. And she has announced where she will go to college. Come on, Monet. I mean, she was a superstar. Yeah. On the, she was on the cover of Sports Illustrated. Now, was she? She was on the boys' yeah. team. So she was she a was pitcher, on, right? Yes. And she has signed to play softball at Hampton University. Mm-hmm. That where is that? My whole Ham- thing, Hampton. Listen, is. She's from Philadelphia. Oh, I thought it was Chicago. And so, I don't know where Hampton is, but she also had... Oh, it's in New Hampton. Offers from Bethune-Cookman, Coppin State, What's that? Southern University, and the University of Massachusetts, and the University of Pennsylvania. UMass? Penn? But I... Oh, not Penn State. So this tells me that the competition caught up to her. Oh. Like, she's not as good at... Like, when she was 12, she was the most amazing athlete dominated everything and now she's going not to hey she's going to play softball she's she, whatever i'm not hating and on her. scholarship probably yeah she's going to Full hampton ride. though but yeah she did baseball now she switched to softball and so i'm Different just like sport. well she's not gonna yeah she's not as good at, like well answer this question for me like what's the future in softball when you sign up to go play college softball that's what a are good you, question what are you shooting for you're there, the there, love of the game team there's usa no, 
Okay. Less than one percent. Dude, less than one percent makes the Olympic team. Ends up getting some endorsements, makes some money, continue softball. But there are no college. softball professional leagues. Anywhere. I'm googling right now. A little bit there are. That when they play on the USA team, they're getting endorsements and all that. So it ends up being they yeah, probably coach, play summer leagues and stuff, and it all okay. deals with the endorsements and the deals they've made and stuff like that. Coach, if you play college softball, you're just playing it for those four years because you love the game and you get money to play in college. You can go to college for free. They're not playing to continue college as their softball as their career. They're going to school for free. Okay, that sucks. The National Pro Fast Pitch, formerly the Women's Pro Softball League, is a professional women's softball league in the okay. United States. There we go. NPF currently features five teams. Oh, there you go. And I've never heard of it. So. They're the Aussie Spirit, the Beijing Shooting Eagles, the what? Chicago Bandits, Cleveland Comets, and the USSSA Pride. USSSA Pride. That's very interesting. And I, I don't know. I didn't know that existed. Okay, coach, there were five teams. Of course, you didn't know it existed. And it's women's, and it's never and on maybe, TV. How and would maybe you know overseas, that it existed? there's professional leagues because I know that the women's basketball they make more when they go play overseas than when playing in the WNBA. But even they have the WNBA, right? I don't know much about women's softball. I don't know if there's a professional league. I guess there's that five team one. Maybe there's something else that we don't know about that they go to strive to be because. My friend's daughter just signed to play for LSU, and she is a stud, stud softball player. And I do wonder, like, what happens after college? Mm -hmm. Nothing. She got college for free. Congrats. Now go find a career. That's why they have those commercials. Most of us are going to do something other than athletics. But it just sucks. Like, if you're a dude and you're you're great at baseball, you can play Major League Baseball and make millions of dollars. If you're a talented softball player and you're a girl, that's it? You just go to college and you're done? Yeah, because it's not a mainstream sport. It's not a mainstream sport. People don't sucks. People don't care. But I just wanted to say congrats to Monet Davis. I mean, I was a little shocked. She Thanks was, for the update, though. I forgot about her. I thought she would be going to somewhere like huge when it said, "Oh, she decided where she's going to college." I'm like, "Oh, let's see where she's going." Hampton. Yeah, that would have been cool to see Monet Davis like on the whatever you know, softball whenever they're playing. Yeah, when they do the, they do the softball World Series. Yeah. I'll watch a game I or two too. of those. It's kind it's of awesome. Inter- oh, the NCAA. Yes. Yeah, it is. Look, it's it's good to watch. But they don't ever hit the ball. Yeah, they, they do. They're very low-scoring there games. Is, there is like two hits a game. They hit the ball, and all you hear is, come on, come on, yeah, 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 you got this, come on, let's go, yeah, 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 you got this. Dude, that ball's coming time. so fast, so you fast, got no chance And I try it. to watch it, and I just, I, I wish they would hit, get more hits. It is, everybody tries to slap bunt or slap, you know, slap hit, and there's no, every once in a while, home run. But there's maybe three hits, two hits a game, and it's so hard to watch. Every pitcher has 15 <laughs> strikeouts, and... I understand that's that's dominating pitching, but they need to switch it up. Maybe move the mound back so there's more action. It's so funny though. Like the amount of support the girls give each other is amazing. Yeah. Like you watch baseball, college baseball. These dudes like strike out. The guy throws his helmet in the dugout, sits by himself. No one even looks at him. No one talks to him. The girls, they strike out. They all come out and they Great hug each point. other. And they give them each other kisses and hugs. You're okay. You're good. You're good. Don't worry. Put your they fix their hair in a ponytail. Sit back down. Everyone's okay. Yeah. It's so funny the amount of support they give. Yeah. I agree with that. Yes. Totally different. Than I used to watch. I was a public address announcer, so I've seen my fair share of softball games. I'm a big fan. I, they were entertaining. I enjoyed the softball games more than I enjoyed the college baseball games. Just because it was more action. The games and the were, chicks were hotter. Oh, we, we, Texas State, dude. We had some smoking hotties. Yeah. And the question always was, are do they like guys? Do they like girls? And then, dude, if they like guys, of course your boy was down there. That's in the always the question. Well, just wondering because there's it, there's always those rumors going the stereotypes. around. Stereotypes. Oh, yeah. So I would always go down there and just be like, you know, what I mean, dude, is she cute? Do you think do you think she likes guys? 
Because, you know, I was a single dude. I was asking pronunciations, just trying to, you know, do my game. <laughs> pronunciations <laughs> and numbers. That's yeah. what you do when you're the public dressing. I said, I just need your number to make sure it's really you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And yesterday, you missed it. I went on a little fantasy football ramp. By yourself. By myself. And I want to say congratulations to Eddie because in our work league, he is in the championship. First time ever in my life. First time ever. Let's clap it up for Eddie. Yeah. Thank you. Thank and you. I, and I want to, I want to thank. Oh, okay. oh go ahead. Go no, ahead. No, 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 go I haven't ahead. won yet. I haven't won yet. Yeah, you haven't won, dude. Oh, yeah. Don't say that. I just want to talk fantasy football again and fantasy sports because I did it yesterday and I want to do it again today because tonight is the waiver wire when you pick up players, free agents to improve your team. And I just want to talk to people that are already eliminated. If you have no chance to win the money, if you're out of it, like you're in the loser's bracket and you're just playing for fun now, I just leave the waiver wire alone. Leave the waiver wire alone. There is no need for you to be putting a claim in for the Indianapolis Colts defense because they're playing the New York Giants this weekend. Leave that to the people that are playing for the money. If you are not playing for money, if it is just for free, if you're just in the loser's bracket, you're eliminated. You're out. You're out. Your season's done. Your season is done. There is no need for you to pick up players. It is absolutely a travesty and disrespectful to the game. So if you are one of those people that, oh, I just want my team to finish strong, you need to, once again, get up off of your chair, walk over, find the nearest mirror, mm-hmm. and look at yourself in the mirror and realize, mm-hmm. I am playing for nothing, and I don't want the rest of the league to hate me. So I need to realize I don't need to pick up players. Just look in the mirror and realize, if you are that person, your whole league is looking at you and they hate you. When you look in that mirror, you want to be proud of yourself. You want to be able to accept yourself. You want people to like you. And if you are claiming players when you have nothing to play for, when you're looking in that mirror, no, you are the only person that likes you. That is it. <laughs> it sounds like you guys had somebody that did that. Yes. I had I had it happen to me, and it was like, I don't understand it. There were only four teams left, and one team that had, was already eliminated, not a chance in the world to make... I mean, the, the playoffs are done. They're already, we're already in the playoffs, and he picks up Derrick Henry out of nowhere. And I'm like... I'm still in the running, and I need a running back. Like I want Derrick Henry. This means nothing to him. They doesn't that this team does not need Derrick Henry, and they took it. And then part of me was just like, "Ooh, are they? Is that? Are they? Are, are they, they doing up? That? Right? Is he friends with the person I'm playing? You know, are they doing this on purpose, taking people off the waiver wire so the uh, the competition doesn't get him? There's a lot of dirty politics and fantasy." <laughs> So, yes, listen to Lunchbox, stay off that waiver wire. And really, if you're doing it, I I don't know if that's what this person was doing, but if you're doing it just so you don't end up in last place or you kind of you want to prove that your your team was better than it really was, it's over. It doesn't matter, Lunchbox. It doesn't matter if you end up in last place. Do you compare this to the guy in Vegas who's lost his bet? And he's still watching the game, and you're like, dude, you got to just give up on the bet. Yes, like, yes, move on, move on. The bet's over. Or the guy that you know, he's just still, still. Like, I can't believe we lost that, dude, dude. I we've lost it though. You've got to now move on to the yep. next thing in your life. I can't believe we lost that bet. Yeah. Now that's that's understandable. Something sometimes, but if you're in your league in last place, if you get last place and you have to pay a fine, maybe okay, then I understand it. But if sure. you if there is no penalty for last place, and this is really what should happen. If you're the commissioner of your fantasy league, it if it's be a rule. fantasy basketball, baseball, football, uh, NASCAR, whatever, if you if the team is eliminated, if they have nothing to play for, 
Their their roster should be locked. You should lock them out, like where they cannot pick up players. Absolutely, that's that, how they all are. They, but they you should, guys on these leagues where you guys created them, that's how it is. Yes, then. you should lock it out so people can't pick up players because then you don't have to worry about collusion. Like let's say Eddie over here is friends with Ray and he doesn't want me to win, so he tells Ray, "Hey, dude, go pick up the Colts defense because I don't want Lunchbox to get them." You collusion. don't have to worry about that. You lock it out. So if you are eliminated, do not pick up players in fantasy. Let the winners battle it out and have a chance to pick up the good players. Thank Collusion. you. I'm out. Okay, and did you guys watch the Boca Raton Bowl last night? No, was but I want to say Northern. I'm so excited for UAB. Yeah, me too. Dude. They, so didn't, excited. they didn't have a program. They, and now they, they, do they a had program. a program, and then they said they were losing too much money. It wasn't worth it, and they folded. And, and they got a wide receiver that's real tall uh-huh. that's going to play on Excuse Sundays. Excuse me. I haven't pulled up. That's the reason I'm talking about they, it. They had like over 200 football yards. They folded the program. They said, we're done. And then the, the community rallied, and they brought the program back two years ago. They went from having nobody. Everybody left the program. They went to different schools because it was over. The program was done. And two years later, they win a bowl game. That is awesome. Awesome. UAB Wait, Blazers. did somebody donate a lot of money yes. to to get that program rolling? Yes. I yeah. don't know who it was. Yeah, but uh, un- undisclosed donor. I just donor. want to say congratulations to UAB. That is an impressive, impressive, impressive thing. <laughs> Yeah, get you at UAB in here. Get in that Boca Raton Bowl championship Come on, trophy. bub. Yeah, bub. Hey, and and like Ray said, yes, I pulled it up specifically to say that Xavier Ubosi, whoever this oh, dude is. Oh, learn that name. This guy is a rock-solid animal beast of I a receiver. I think he's seven feet tall. If he's not, he's very close. He's 6'3", 218. <laughs> he's only 6'3". What yes. year is he? Uh, he's a junior, red shirt junior, coach. So he can go to the NFL this year. He can go to the NFL. This dude, we're going to be seeing him in the NFL. I mean, it, dude, there was just no catching this guy. The speed he had, his hands. I remember throwing catch with a buddy of mine in the in the in the neighborhood. Throwing catch or playing catch? Playing catch. And I remember his his thing was like, dude, don't be so rough when you catch the ball. I don't want to hear a boom, boom. Just softly catch the ball. That's what this uh, dude watching this His guy were soft catches? catch soft the hands. ball. It was just like poetry in motion. It was like him creating like a, a, a piece of art by catching that ball. I mean, it was so smooth. The passes were perfect. There was no catching the dude. Like it was unbelievable watching this guy last night. So I was so impressed. If we don't hit on this, we're gonna look like idiots if he doesn't make the NFL. But if he does, he watch out for Udoki e- Xavier. Ubosi. He is good. So good. How do you spell his last name? U-B-O-S-I. Dude, he is the next Julio Jones, the next T.O., the next Chad Johnson, the next... They're going to be doing the offensive lineup and be like, wide receiver, Xavier Ubosi, University of Alabama, Birmingham. Once extinct. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, it's good. I'm telling you, he was so good to watch. It was so awesome to watch him last night. And then somebody, ooh, I don't know, it was like a cornerback or something. He got nailed, man. He got nailed hard. And I need to check check up, see how he's doing. But they carted him off. Uh, really? Oh, yeah, on the stretcher and one of those um, golf cart things because it just did not look good. Coach, you must have had some free time if you're watching one of these bowl games. Yeah, I'm out of my gambling money, so I'm doing a pick em. Yep. So that's, that's pretty much all. still I'm, sounds like gambling. It's yeah. not technically. It's not my my website. But you only but you only do one bet for the whole thing, and it, it it makes it a lot of fun. It makes every game interesting. Yeah. When guys get shut down from their wives from gambling, they still got the squares. They still got the pickums. Still got the square and the pickums. <laughs> hey, do you have do you have any? Have you hit any? Uh, I've hit uh, how many games have we had? Five no squares. Oh, square. No squares. No, no. squares. Have I you? Hit, no. 
I won't hit it. Well, Ray, Ray and I talked about how dumb the squares are. It's just... just it's a, fun. Uh, it is, but it's really just a dumb luck. It's a dumb luck. That's exactly what it is. It takes no skill whatsoever, and that's why it's fun. And before we go, guys, I want to say rest in peace, Penny Marshall. I know, dude. Uh, uh, fa- favorite Penny Marshall movie? Well, I'm just going to talk about A League of Their Own. And guys, this is a fantastic movie. If you've never seen A League of Their Own, Penny Marshall, I believe, was the director. Correct. So... In memory of her, sit down tonight, this week, at some point, rent it, watch it again, and realize what an amazing movie it is. And show your kids. If you have kids, this is a must-see movie for kids. Is it how old? Because there are there is some language in that movie. I don't know. I, I don't know what you consider age appropriate. That's up for, to you as a parent. Okay. I don't. But there every, is there is some strong. Every, every parent adult has language. a different. Um, yeah, gauge and, gauge of what they sure. think is appropriate and not appropriate. But I think it is a very good movie, and it's a very good movie to show kids. And I think you should sit the family down and and honor Penny Marshall and watch A League of Their Own. Penny Marshall, if you don't know, she was. Shirley or Laverne? I don't, I don't know. know she was one of the two. You remember what? Laverne and Shirley it was an old show or whatever, but she was an actress and then turned director. And she directed a lot of big movies. My favorite, favorite Penny Marshall movie is Big. Big? You ever seen Big with Tom Hanks? Yes. Dude, that is one of my favorite movies. And Penny Marshall was, I don't know if she wrote it and directed it, but she might have just directed it. But I'll never forget when I found out Penny Marshall was a director in that movie and I knew how much I loved that movie. I was like, dang, I'm a Penny Marshall fan. So, so yes, watch League of Their Own. Watch Big. Penny Marshall, she was awesome. All right. Everybody have a wonderful day. Any locks? There's a bowl game tonight, right? Yeah. yeah Ohio versus somebody. Ohio, San Diego locks State. On crap City. Yeah. I ain't touching it. What's the bowl? What's the bowl called? Oh, it's probably um, Prudential Insurance Bowl. Oh, okay. Sounds like a good bowl. (laughs) Who knows? Who knows? I don't know. All right. Ray, you got anything? Yeah, I was going to try and lock up an NBA game. I'm not touching a college football game. Not this early. Not until we get to that Final Four. Guys, tonight, we're going to go New York Knicks and Philadelphia 76ers. It's a 227.5 over-under. Way too high. The Knicks don't score. They're very slow, especially on the road. I mean, they probably had a horrible flight in the private jet. I am saying under 227.5. Go ahead and lock it up. And let's continue that winning streak. I'm red hot right now. Knicks, Sixers, under 227.5. Under 227.5. It's a very, very big number. For some reason, Vegas is seeing a shootout. I'm not. I know the Knickerbockers, and they don't shoot the three, and they don't score, and they're not good, and they suck. (laughs) It's the DLX Frisco Bowl. Frisco! San Diego State Aztecs versus the Ohio Bobcats. Enjoy. Have a great day. Hold on. Let me see. Let me look at this line. What's it at? Three? Yeah, it's minus three. I think Ohio will roll over San Diego State. Let me let me shut the door. I haven't shut the door. I shut the door on anything in a while. Oh boy! I'll go ahead and take Ohio minus three. Let's make some money tonight, boys. Then shut the damn door. It's even on money it. right now. So yes, even money minus three. Ohio will roll over the Aztecs. Shut the door on it. Sounded confident. All right, hit us up on Twitter. Sword Loser Show on Twitter. And if you believe in Eddie because he has no reasoning, just because he looked at the line, it's only three. Is there another reason? No, it's only three and even money. Make some money. Let's go. Guys, jump over to the NBA. Make Sixers under. Make sure you lock it up. We out of here. Red hot, guys. Red hot. Always follow me for the picks. Always get those bets in. Get to the online bookie. Let's do it. All right, we're out. (coughs) Ooh.
Good, just still dirty.